Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Wicked Cow Marketing, home of the Lead Generation Strategy Report. This report is perfect for small businesses that are looking for a new marketing channel to help them generate more leads. All you need to do is head to our website at lgpodcast.com forward slash leads, enter in your details to order your report, and then we'll send you a list of questions asking about your business and about your goals. Once we get your answers, we'll be able to formulate a personalized strategy for your business, recommending what we think is the best way to go to generate more leads. Just go to lgpodcast.com forward slash leads to take advantage. In this episode, we're going to be talking about search engine optimization basics. But before we go to that, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Barnabas Smith Music. They did the intro and outro and transition music for the podcast. I'm pretty happy with the results. It's, I think it's quite catchy. hope you think so too. So big thanks to Barnabas Smith Music. Uh, you can find out more information about them at barnabasmithmusic.com. Welcome back to the Lead Generation Podcast. Today we have uh, on the panel here Amanda Smith, who's a copywriter here at WikiCow Marketing, and me, Nick Morris, the director here. G'day Amanda, uh, welcome to the show. Hi Nick, and hi everyone listening, how are you all? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, so how are you going? Yes, nice and nice and warm on a day like today, so not too bad. <laughs> yeah, for our listeners, it's, it's a little bit chilly here in Adelaide, uh, just sort of getting towards winter, which is not so good, but nice and warm inside. Uh, today we're going to be talking about SEO, which stands for Search Engine Optimization, and, uh, and how we can use SEO to try and generate leads for, for our businesses. So okay. let's get started. So Nick, what is SEO? All right, so SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization, and it's essentially any uh, techniques or uh, processes you can use to get your website ranked higher in the search engines and then get more people clicking through to your website from the search engines. And to, to be clear, we're talking about the organic search engine results. So these are the main, if you're looking at Google, for instance, these are the main sort of 10 results which appear uh, on the page. Um, uh, the top sort of three and the, or the ones down the right-hand side are generally ads and they have a little, yeah, what is now a little yellow ad marker. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't get confused. That's the sort of uh, paid uh, search ads, which we'll talk about in a future episode. But for today, when we're talking about SEO and organic listings, we're talking about the, uh, the unpaid results. Okay. And how do search engines work? Give us a rundown. Cool. So search engines, um, it's a little bit of a black box, actually, how they work. But we were able to sort of determine likely how they work and in some ways in fact they do work by looking at you know what the search engines tell us so google uh, has various uh, documents on their website where they where they tell webmasters what they should be doing and how things are working they have patents that they've registered uh, to do with their technology which which gives us an idea then there's lots of testing going on within the seo industry mm-hmm. people testing on different websites people running sort of larger scale uh, like correlation studies and stuff like that to try and figure it out so it's Good to keep in mind that um, any kind of SEO knowledge or SEO advice you're hearing is at least part guesswork for the most part, mm-hmm. um, but we, we do have, it's not complete guesswork, so we do have some sort of concrete ideas about how um, things work. Uh, and sort of the, the way in, in which um, uh, 
Google in particular and, and the other search engines as well rank websites is they look at two main factors. They look at on-site factors, so things on the website, and then they look at off-site factors, particularly the number and quality of incoming links. So on the site they're looking for, um, so when you make a, a search on Google, they're looking to make sure that the keyword that people are searching on is on the website. So they're looking in, say, the headings and the titles of the different pages, the content that's on the page, uh, making sure it's relevant, making sure there's other terms on there that are also relevant to that term, so related terms. Uh, so that's the on-site stuff, simplified. And then for the off-site, we have, uh, like I said, links. So they're looking for other uh, trusted and good quality websites that are linking to your website. Mm -hmm. So if you have a, a link from, say, you know, a university website or a government website or an organization within your industry, that's a good link. Um, and, and that's going to help you with your rankings. If you have a link from, say, a free business directory, that can still help. Or you know, um, you know, a forum or something like that. And that could still help a little bit, but it's not going to be as uh, beneficial as some of those links from those bigger sites. So it's basically those two factors: the on-site factors, the keywords, and then the off-site factors, the links, which okay. uh, uh, search engines use to rank websites. Okay, wonderful. Thanks for that. And who can benefit from SEO? So essentially, any any business who uh, has customers that use search engines to to look for solutions can benefit from SEO. Um, and these days that's you know a, a large percentage of the world because there's just so many pages out there um, and you need, need a way to sort of find what you're looking for if you're not already familiar with the website. You're looking for a new website or a new source of information or a new business to solve your solution. A lot of people are gonna to go to search engines. Um, to, to determine if maybe you have a say a different type of business and you're not entirely sure if, if search engines, uh, if you know, if your customers are on search engines, you can uh, use some tools. Google has some tools, uh, uh, particularly for their AdWords customers, but we can also use them for SEO because there's some sim similarities there. Uh, and this is the, the Google Keyword Planner, which I'll put a link to in the show notes for this episode. Yeah. Um, and this is where you can type in some keywords and see how much search volume they get. So if people, if, if you notice that keywords that are associated with your products and services are getting... Um, a lot of search volume, that's uh, a good indication that uh, your customers are probably searching on search engines. Um, so that uh, is, is sort of a basic rundown of who can benefit. Looking more specifically into SEO, it's particularly these days and particularly looking at uh, what's known as a white hat strategy, mm -hmm. uh, which I'll sort of explain a bit later, a bit more a bit later. Um, uh, SEO is getting sort of more and more expensive and more difficult to do over time. So these days, the businesses that can benefit most uh, tend to be ones that have a high uh, lifetime value per customer. Mm -hmm. So if your business has a, it's a very a low lifetime value per customer, or even just a low um, sort of uh, value per transaction, then you might struggle to benefit uh, to benefit from SEO and get a good return there. So really, businesses that have, we like to go with say a $500 plus. A lifetime value per customer mm -hmm. um, as, as a good benchmark to start thinking about a white hat SEO strategy. Uh, so that's sort of a basic run that run down of that. Okay, and can leads be generated from SEO? And if so, how can this be done? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the typical way would be that uh, someone might be searching for a service they're looking for. Um, they they come across your website. They click through to the website, mm -hmm. and then you know you might have some sort of lead capture on there, like a contact form saying you know, get a free quote or contact us for more information. 
um, and then they, you know, they fill in their details and, and there's your lead. Um, you can also do things uh, like have you know, a blog article which could rank for um, a particular term that's perhaps related to your industry but not you know, directly your products and services. And then you might have, have, say, an email capture on there. So uh, from a blog to an email capture, that's a, quite a common sort of lead generation type thing. And then from once you have someone's email, you can kind of market to them over time and then eventually turn them into a customer. Um, they're the, probably the two main ways that you would generate leads okay. from SEO. The one other thing I probably will add to that is um, uh, with Google Local, which is specifically the results that you will see if you make a local search. Mm-hmm. So if you... Um, an obvious one perhaps is like restaurants or delivery, things that Google knows that it's most likely you're looking for a local business. If you make a search like that in Google, it's likely going to give you a map with some little uh, markers on it. Um, It's going to give you uh, the address and the phone number details of businesses they think are relevant. Mm -hmm. So you can actually generate leads directly from the search results if your phone number is listed there as a local result as well. Sure. Um, okay, and what are the basics? Have we covered that already? Uh, so th- this probably um, want to help our listeners out with uh, what th- what are the basic SEO things they should have on their website mm-hmm. um, if if they want to help it to rank. Uh, and the, the main things are uh, so, sort of going back to how search engines search engines work, which I explained earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's the it's about having the on site stuff and the link building stuff. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that. Uh, Each uh, page on your website has a unique title tag, so it's called a page title, and uh, this should be around 50 characters long, and it should sort of accurately describe what the page is about. Mm -hmm. So you would have a different one for your homepage, a different one for each of your products and service pages, a different one for your about page, contact page, etc. And this would be uh, written by you and tailored to the website. Uh, if you're not quite sure about the page title, then maybe ask a web developer because uh, it's not immediately obvious what it is because it doesn't actually appear on the page itself. It actually appears in the top of the browser window. Sure. And it's also the blue link within search results. So that's number one, the page title. So that's that's really important. That's probably the most important on-site issue or on-site factor. And uh, not, not only are you wanting it to, to sort of describe the page, but it should also include the keywords for that page, mm-hmm. which really should be come in naturally as you're describing the page. Sure. Um, you want to have a, a different page for each of your different products and services. Mm-hmm. So some businesses sort of tend to say, you know, here's our services and put all of them on one page. If you've only got one or two services and they're fairly similar, mm-hmm. you could probably do that. But if they have different sorts of services... I definitely recommend having a different page for each service. Mm-hmm. And that way you can have your title, which matches your service, and the page is specifically about that one service. And that's what the, the keywords and the description of that page uh, are focused on the topic rather than being more general and around a general topic. Sure. So definitely have a different uh, page for each service and make, make sure you have sort of around probably 500 words or more mm-hmm. per page of content. That's written content, written text. That's still the primary way that Google, mm-hmm. uh, you know, understands what a page is about. Yeah. So like an image with text on it, it's not going to be as useful. A video, um, you can still have video, but make sure you transcribe that video or have a description that's in text mm-hmm. uh, so, so Google can actually understand what the page is about. Um, so that's for the on-site side of things. For the off-site side, you want to make sure that any, essentially any opportunity you get, you can get a link back to your website from other websites. So an easy one to do straight away with your business is um, add yourself to local 
business directories. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned that before. It's not probably not going to give you a huge boost, but it's certainly a start. Uh, if you're in any uh, uh, professional organisations or uh, sort of industry boards or whatever, whatever um, that, that are specifically related to your industry, then mm -hmm. they might have directories, so they're a bit more specific. You might have to pay for them. It might be a part of your membership or whatever. Um, so you can look into those. Um, if you have any, uh, say if you're a product business and you have some suppliers, um, you can perhaps get a link from their website where they sort of link out to, you know, where they, your, their products can be purchased. Um, any other business associations you have, so, um, you know, oftentimes your web developer, for instance, will link out to websites they've done in their portfolio, so you can try and get a link there. Um, if, if someone mentions you, like you do something, maybe you do something in the community or you just provide a great service to someone and they, say, write a blog post about you and, and mention your business, um, reach out to them if they haven't linked to you and, and ask if they can give a link. So essentially you want to look for any opportunity you can to uh, get other websites to link to you. Sure. Um, this is probably the more challenging part of SEO and it's something that we'll go into uh, in a later episode. Um, but... Uh, Really, you know, try and get started by just sort of thinking about websites that could link to you, why would they link to you, and then try and get those links. Sure. Okay, that will make sense. hope it does for our audience as well. So what would you say the major challenges with SEO? We have touched on a couple of them already. Yeah, so I think the major challenges for businesses really are link building. So okay. I just sort of touched okay. on that in the, in the last question there. All right. Um, the, it used to be... It used to be easy to manipulate Google and, and sort of have what are essentially fake links. I should probably explain that a little bit more by saying that the links you want to be getting to your website, at least from Google's perspective or from the search engine's perspective, they want links that are earned on merit. So uh, it's where the person giving the link, the website that's linking to you, um, has given that link based on the sort of the merit of your website or business and not because you've, say, you've paid them some money or... Um, you've given them some services in exchange for that link because uh, that doesn't really help Google to determine the best websites. Mm -hmm. um, Google's looking at links in, 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 in as if they're sort of votes for a website's quality and authority. Mm -hmm. And if you're just buying the links, it's not really a real vote. Like essentially, if, you know, if you're, you're trying to get elected into office and you're just buying votes, it's not a sure. true indication of your, um, you know, your skill. Preferred, <laughs> preferred status or your skill. Yes. Um, so you want to make sure that you're getting good links, but the, the problem with this is good links are often difficult to get. Mm. So we'll, we'll talk about the strategies a bit more about that later. Another uh, thing that uh, people often struggle with is content creation. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, you know, that's one of the reasons why we, we include con content creation in our SEO services, mm -hmm. um, because that's something that a lot of businesses are capable of doing it, um, but it's just finding time amongst their... Yes. Their busy, uh, you know, <laughs> busy life yes. of um, running their business, um, and there's other things associated with that too, like this procrastination, procrastination type uh, things. Mm -hmm. um, people will sort of have an idea and they're ready to write it, but they just can't get it out of themselves. So there's other skills associated with that, and that's definitely a, a place I see uh, people struggling. Um, we'll go into the reason you would need content uh, a little bit more in, in future episodes. Mm -hmm. But essentially, uh, like I said before, content is the, or textual content is the main way that Google understands what your website's about. Mm -hmm. So the more pages you have with content on them, the more sort of keywords and topics Google can associate with your website. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, content's also a way of attracting links. So I mentioned links being difficult uh, to get, uh, particularly links, links based on merit. But if you have interesting and useful content on your, on your website, then it makes it easier to get those links because people now have something to link to. There's a reason there. So maybe they have a website that's on a, you know, a slightly different topic to yours, but it's related, mm-hmm. i.e. You, you're not competing. And um, you know, they've written an article about how to do so-and-so, and then there's a, there's a piece of that process which they're not so familiar with. Um, so they, instead of you know, writing about themselves, they just link off to one of your articles where you describe that process in detail. And that's your area of expertise. So that's definitely a merit link. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the main reasons why content is important for SEO. So they're the, they're the two main challenges, I'd say. So getting links and, and related to that and also separately from that, uh, writing content. Sure. Okay. So after all that, what sort of SEO strategy do you recommend for these business owners who are looking to get seen on Google? Yeah, so I definitely recommend a, a white hat strategy, which I touched on before. So that essentially means you're following Google's rules. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to uh, avoid manipulative uh, techniques such as buying links and, mm-hmm. and getting links in a, in a non-merit-based way. Mm-hmm. Um, we will talk about, uh, this This sort of is is uh, globally known, these tactics are known as sort of black hat SEO or grey hat SEO. We will talk about that a little bit later um, as to ways you, you maybe can utilise that. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about your primary brand website, um, you absolutely recommend that you use a white hat strategy because if Google was to find out that um, you're using some of, the, some of these manipulative strategies, mm-hmm. then they could give you a penalty and that can really uh, negatively affect your traffic and business. Mm-hmm. So I always recommend definitely, definitely, definitely on your primary site, use a, a white hat strategy. So that's um, getting those merit-based links and not doing anything shady. Um, and the way you would sort of execute that is by having content on your website. So the basics I mentioned before, so your page titles, different um, page for each service, at least 500 words of content. Uh, you should also probably have a blog or an article section where you can add more content and you want to add content to that regularly. So a lot of people you know, just use a blog and have regular maybe weekly blog posts or bi-weekly. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about what those blog posts can be about in, in a future episode. Uh, but essentially it's you want them to include keywords that are relevant to your business and to the products and services that you're offering. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of that is uh, trying to attract links. So using whatever strategies you can to attract links. So that's sort of the, an overview of the strategy I would recommend. Okay, wonderful. Well, I've learned a lot. <laughs> I hope everyone else has. So what would you say the key takeaways of this episode are? Okay, so definitely um, those basics I mentioned earlier, I think. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and you have a website, but you're not really sure if it's been sort of SEO optimized, like some web developers will do it uh, up front, some will do it but not do such a good job, and some won't do it at all. So you want to make sure that you definitely have those basics in place. So that's, a, again, a unique page title for every page. Mm-hmm. You want to think a uh, page title should be an accurate description of the page, should be around 50 characters long, and should, be, uh, should, have, should include your keywords that you want Google to associate with that page. Uh, you want a different page for each product and service that you have. Mm-hmm. And then you want at least 500 words of content on those pages. And then you also want to be thinking about links. So where can you get links? Is there any business um, you know, affiliations or relationships you can leverage to get links? Mm-hmm. Have you been mentioned in some articles somewhere where you, where you haven't been linked to and you, know, you, could, you could ask them if they might, uh, might add a link to you? So they're the main things I think people should definitely take away from this episode. Great. 
Cool. Okay, wonderful. Well, thanks, thanks for everything, Nick. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll catch you in a later episode where Amanda and I are going to talk about some other topics related to SEO. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks again for tuning in. To find the show notes for this episode, head to our website at lgpodcast.com. You can also find information about subscribing there. So we're available on both iTunes and Stitcher. You can also subscribe to our email list to be emailed each time we release a new episode. So just head to lgpodcast.com.